Hey fam, hello, hello, hello family. I'm just coming here just to talk to you real quick. And I want you to know, ESS has not forgot about you. It is 3.43 in the morning and I'm writing this word that God has given me. He has given me a banger child. And I just want you to know I haven't forgotten about you. You are on my mind, okay? And I will be about my father's business. Your sis, she just needs a little bit of time to get a couple of I's dotted and a couple of T's crossed. But your sis will be back with banger after banger after banger in the name of Jesus. I just really wanted to just come on here and tell you that. And one thing God has been putting in my spirit is that you are forgiven. And I need you to say that to yourself. You got to say, I am forgiven. Do you understand me? The Lord brought me to the woman with the alabaster jar. He, um, <clears throat> I had woke up this one morning. I think it was Saturday. I had woke up and was like, um, I just thought about how Jesus was like, she has been forgiven for much. So she loves me much. And, um, I'm going to read it to you real quick. I didn't even know the Lord was going to do this right now. But listen, nonetheless, because I will be about all of my father's business. You hear me? So hold on, let me find it. Uh, let me see if it's this one. Um, no, let me see real quick. Hold up. Hold up, family. Okay, fam. We going to Luke chapter 7. And we are going down to verse 36. One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to have dinner with him. So Jesus went to his home and sat down to eat. When a certain immoral woman from the city heard he was eating there, she bought a beautiful alabaster jar filled with expensive perfume. Then she knelt behind him at his feet, weeping. Her tears fell on his feet and she wiped them off with her hair. Then she kept kissing his feet and putting perfume on them. When the Pharisee had invited him, saw this, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would know what kind of woman is touching him. She's a sinner. And then Jesus answered his thoughts. Simon, he said to the Pharisee, I have something to say to you. Go ahead, teacher, Simon replied. Then Jesus told him this story. A man loaned money to two people, 500 pieces of silver to one and 50 pieces to the other. But neither of them could repay him, so he kindly forgave them both, canceling their debts. Who do you suppose loved him more after that? Simon answered, I suppose the one for whom he canceled the larger debt. That's right, Jesus said. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Look at this woman kneeling here. When I entered your home, you didn't offer me water to wash the dust from my feet. But she washed them with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You didn't greet me with a kiss. But from the time I first came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You neglected the courtesy of olive oil to anoint my head, but she has anointed my feet with rare perfume. Mm. 
I tell you, her sins, and they are many, have been forgiven. So she has shown me much love. But a person who is forgiven little shows only little love. Then Jesus said to the woman, your sins are forgiven. Mm, he said, your sins are forgiven. The man, the men at the table said among themselves, who is this man that he goes around forgiving sins? And Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Mm-mm-mm-mm. He said, you are forgiven. He says, your sins are forgiven. He says, I have forgiven you. Walk in this freedom, says the Lord. He says, walk in this freedom. Don't be tied down by the things that happened in your past. Don't be tied down by the things that happened yesterday. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. He said, for my power is perfected in your weakness. He said, I'm doing a new thing through you. He said, you will be my threshing and that's what the Lord says. He says, you are forgiven. Forgiven. And I just had to get this word up off of me, child, because the Lord, he was bringing it to me. But I was like, mm, maybe not yet. But he said, nah, we're going to do this thing right now. Let me tell you something. I love Jesus so much because I have been forgiven for so much. <laughs> I love him so much because he was there through it all. Despite every failure, despite every shortcoming, despite all of my sins child he has forgiven me I am sitting here talking to you right now because of the forgiveness that God gave me because his power is perfected in my weakness because his grace is sufficient that is why you are listening to this podcast right now because of the forgiveness of God don't ever think it was something that I did no it's something that Jesus did and that was dying on the cross for my sins and raising then God raising him from the dead on the third day do you understand me it's because i decide to look to him and i receive healing that is what it's about let me tell you something i know the righteous man falls seven times i know that's the truth because i fall i get things wrong i need forgiveness you understand me but I love him so much because he forgives me for so much what I had to come to realize is I'm harder on myself than he is even harder on me and you got to know that about yourself you're harder on yourself than what he is on you he said, my grace is all you need. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. He said, my power is to be perfected in your weaknesses. So he said, boast in your weaknesses because first you are weak, but then you are strong. When you boast in the fact that I am weak, that I can't stop doing these things, that I can't stop this, then you will be made strong by the power of God. Do you understand me, child? I was not expecting 
<laughs> on here and give a word. I was just coming on here to let you know that I was thinking about you. But listen, God had a plan tonight. And he said, you're going to profess with the say of the Lord. Do you hear me? And let me tell you something. Jesus loves you so much. He ransomed you with his blood. He gave up his life. Do you understand that the wages of sin is death? And he took that bid for you. He died so you can be raised to new life. Walk in this freedom. It's abundance in freedom. It's abundance in his forgiveness because his forgiveness is the freedom. Do you understand me? Get back up. When you fall, get back up. What you staying there for? Get up. Pick up your man and walk. What you sitting there for? Get up. He said your sins are forgiven. He said your faith has saved you by believing in who he said he is. By believing in Jesus. By looking to Jesus, you are forgiven. Your faith has made you well. I hear God saying, go in peace, my child. He said, go in peace. He said there's no more sorrow for you. He said he's turning that sorrow into joy. He said he's turning your mourning into dancing. Do you hear me? God is comforting you. And the Beatitudes, he said those that are mourning, they will be comforted. Be prepared for what you are about to see. You are about to see the forgiveness of God in your life, child. Your life is about to change because God says it's my forgiveness. He said, I'm about to show you my grace. You've heard about it, but now you're about to see it, child. Sometimes you have to lose it all. To gain what's yours, what really is yours. You got to see that it's not about what, what the world esteems you to think that you should have. But it's about having Jesus. It's about your treasures being stored in him, child. I just keep hearing God saying, you are forgiven. I need you to say that. I need you to say, you are forgiven because you are you are a daughter of the king. Do you hear me? You are the daughter of the king. You no longer will you hold your head down. No, 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 no. Because let me tell you something. You can't hold your head down when you're wearing your crown. Because then your crown starts slipping. You got to hold your head up. Do you hear me? That crown is heavy. You hold your head down, you're going to start having back issues. You got to hold your head up high. Because this weight, this mantle, this calling, this purpose on your life is heavy. It's heavy. <laughs> so I'm going to pray for you. And then I'm going to let you go. Okay? Let's bow our heads. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm just coming to you, Father, humbly, Lord. And I'm just thanking you first and foremost for your grace, Lord, for your power, Father God. I thank you that I am weak, but then I am strong, Lord. And I'm praying, 
for your child receiving this word, Lord. I'm praying that this word encourages them, Father God. I'm praying that, Lord, that even in the midst of them feeling like they are forsaken and that they have been abandoned, Father, that they see that you are right there in the midst, Father God. In those times, Father, when they are walking in unforgiveness, they think you're mad at them, Father. They feel like there's no way they can get close to you, Father. I ask that you pull them close to you, Lord. Allow them to know that you are here for them, Father God. Allow them to know that you got a plan and a purpose, Father, for every season in their life, Father God. And Lord, I just want to give your name all the glory, Lord. I plead the blood of Jesus over your child listening and receiving this word, Father. I pray that every seed that is planted, Lord, falls on good soil, Father God, and that this word begins to produce an abundance of a harvest, Father. Some some 50, some 100, some 1,000, some a million fold, Father God. I pray that this word produces plenty of fruit in their life, Father God. I pray that they receive healing today, Lord. I pray that they are released, Father God, knowing that they are forgiven, Lord. You can show them way better than I can tell them, Father, and I just ask that you show them, Lord. And it's in your name that I pray, Lord. It's in your name that I give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It's in the name of Jesus that I am praying. Amen. Family, <laughs> I was feeling it tonight, okay? I was feeling it because he just, the Holy Spirit, he just come up behind you and be like, we about to do this. And you be like, all right. Because I ain't even know what's about to happen like that, Lord. <laughs> But I just pray that this word bless you, fam, and keep your head up, okay? God has a plan. It's always a ram that is caught in the thicket. Do you understand me? He is watching you, and he's saying, will you trust my word? That's all he is saying. Will you trust my word? Will you believe that despite it all, I have the best interest at hand? We always say, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to, for good and not of evil, plans to prosper you, plans to give you a hope and a future. We say it, but in our faith, we choose to believe it. It's in our faith that we choose to believe that God has a plan for me. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to let you go, child. <laughs> I just love you so, 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 so much. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.